Welcome to Breaker Culture Weekly. The guys from BreakerCulture.com help pull back the curtains and give you insight into the hobby. Sit back and enjoy interviews, product breakdowns, and hobby analysis so you can get your edge in the marketplace. And now, to the show. What's going on, folks? Ty for Breaker Culture. This is episode 45. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know, this is a weird week in sports. We're in between weeks uh, in the NFL with the Super Bowl next week and conference championships last week. We got the Pro Bowl, which no one watches. Uh, baseballs, you know, there's chatter about things with spring training about a month away and basketball. They're winding down towards the All-Star break. So I felt like it was probably good to squeeze another podcast out this weekend for you. Uh, and so I did. And I had an opportunity to chat with Chris from Top Shelf Breaks. Um, super fun interview. This is the third time we've had him on the show in the last six months. And uh, it's always good to get an update from him. There's a lot of big changes going on over there at Top Shelf Breaks. And uh, we just talk about different things in the hobby today. We talk about a couple things around products, including Optic Basketball coming out next week. We talk about some of the consolidation taking place with Breakers, which is uh, something that's impacting his business. Uh, yeah, then we talk about some other random things that just kind of come up, and it's all good. Uh, so that's that's the way I like it. Um, so enjoy the conversation with Chris. There's definitely some good nuggets there. Towards the back end of it, in the last probably 10 minutes of the podcast, we do a little rapid fire and announce a giveaway that we're doing with Chris. Um, so stay tuned for that. Now, I will say... Uh, you have three days left if you haven't had a chance to fill out a review for us on iTunes. So if you go to iTunes in the podcast section, you find Breaker Culture Weekly. Um, if you go in there and type out a review, give us a rating, um, you're automatically entered into a box giveaway um, for the next podcast coming out next week, and I'll announce it. So basically from last Wednesday to this upcoming Wednesday, if you fill out a review, put your username in there, and I will pull out two random usernames and I will give away two fresh boxes of cards to you. Uh, I'm excited to do that for you guys. I appreciate it. Uh, again, not asking for a perfect five star. If that's what you want to give me, that's great. But uh, uh, more so interested in your honest opinion and would love your feedback on how we could do things even better. So um, a lot of good stuff come, coming out this weekend on BreakCulture.com. Our typical rookie pricing ladders. I, I end up consolidating all three of the pricing ladders that are kind of hot right now. We got the Prism Ladder for silvers. We have the Contenders Football, which is going to be in Volume 2. And then the Bowman Draft Pricing, which will be, I believe, Volume 7. So the seventh iteration of it. All of those are coming out this weekend. Prism Basketball should be out by the time you hear this. If you go to breakculture.com, you see it on the front page. Um, so yeah, check those out. Lots of movement on some of those prices. Um, and I, I'm going to probably put something together for Optic. Optic's an interesting one, guys. I, I've talked about it before, but um, for those that don't know Optic Basketball that well, Optic Basketball is really that product that's kind of on the cusp of being a uh, mid-tier product. We'll say that. Um, you know, it's a little bit higher price point. Uh, it doesn't command the value on the secondary market that you would think it would, but I think that's going to change. I really do. And I think I think really a player like Luka Doncic is going to be the one that changes it. You're already starting to see some of those rated rookies those autographs, which are incredibly awesome looking, and they're on card. Um, I think those are the big draw when it comes to to Luka Doncic. But the other thing is, you got great rookies um, that we've talked about this year. But you got you got LeBron James, his first action photo in a Lakers uniform, and the colored parallels, especially like the purple, um, they just look outstanding. Uh, so, h- highly recommend checking out. Go to, go to BreakCulture.com, type in Optic Basketball, you'll see the product page. And I break down the different retail inserts, the retail parallels that come along in Optic Basketball. I think retail is a, is a good way to go for Optic. Um, so just as a quick summary, right? You're going to get the exclusive retail checkerboard possibility, which is a super cool parallel that's one of one. And basically every insert and, and every standard set um, across Optic. And then with blasters, you're going to get lime greens and golds. Um, within the cello multi-packs, you're going to get the pinks and the oranges. The oranges are numbered to 39. The pinks are numbered to 25. In the retails, you're going to find the blacks, 
numbered to one of one, and you're going to find the blues numbered to 85. So, yeah, there's a ton of parallels, guys, but uh, there's some really fun chase cards in here. So the the gold vinyl, uh, one of one, has already been pulled. It was was a hobby, you know, quote, hobby exclusive. That was pulled out of first off the line this past week, and that's the Luka Doncic gold vinyl auto. Um, And that's a $20,000 card, $25,000 card, somewhere in that range. So um, definitely be paying attention to Optic. We'll be doing a lot of stuff around Optic this week, and... um, might even do a quick five, 10 minute podcast later this week just to talk through Optic, what we're seeing, and maybe some suggestions on how to best invest in the product. So, once the checklist hits, I will have a full report and give you some uh, tips on which teams to invest in and where the value lies. But definitely check it out. Go to breakaculture.com, go to iTunes, fill out a review, and stay tuned because the interview with Chris from Top Shelf Breaks is coming up. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later this week. Chris, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, Ty? Happy to be here again, as always. Yeah, it's really good to have you back. This is a big week for you. I mean, you got Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh! coming out in the same week. How do you even handle all the craziness with those two releases? Oh, yeah, that good old Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I just sold my red orb freaking card from 1992. I got 120,000 for it. Wow. No, I'm kidding. I don't know one thing about magic and what is it? Pokey Gugio? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> the fact that you just said orb concerns me because it sounded like you knew what you were talking about. Well, the funny thing is, knowing me, I have a buddy who's really, really, really into magic. And so I was emailing him and I thought I would goof him. And I looked up the dopest, most craziest magic card ever on eBay. Mm-hmm. And then I emailed him and said, man, I am so excited. It was sad to see this go, but I just sold this thing. And it was some sort of a red orb weird thing, like 140000 you know. And then I look up terms in magic and tell him I'll see you at the next event. I'm going to beat you. But I don't know one thing about it. Yeah. And nor, nor should you. Yeah. So what's up, man? Well, hey. Good. Good for you, I see. Yeah, maybe. A little bit. Things have been picking up. Okay. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Picking up for you too. I know. Every time we chat or text, it sounds like you're just you're running around with your head cut off trying to figure out how to do all your breaks. So, yeah, football's been good. Busy, busy football season. Exciting football season. You're and, still breaking uh, contenders. How's that possible? How do contenders. you have contenders? What do you think the shelf life of is a product? A week? No, it, <laughs> it can stretch out at least three or four. Um, it's really, it's really hot. I mean, of course, the cracked ice cards are highly sought after yeah. you know cracked ice of these uh even the you know the top five six rookie quarterbacks so yeah. that's what they're chasing they're chasing those championship tickets those super bowl tickets the the cracked ice uh cards even some of these guys that are second third fourth tier look one day you can be like holy crap i remember getting a kirk ben kirk autograph in <laughs> contenders one year one day he may take the field like brock osweiler so you know, they, they, they get all those. There's five autos per box. So, yeah, Contenders is pretty hot right now. Yeah. No, that's good. I, I did a pricing ladder for Contenders, and it, I literally spent seven hours yeah. oh, scraping man. the data, cleaning the data. Because there there's 122 rookie ticket autos, as you know. Wow. So it was, uh, it was insane. And I cannot believe how much, like, the average price of some of those autos. This blows my mind. Yeah, I have a couple guys who are very sharp in pricing, and I know I've directed them to to your website to look at those pricing ladders because mm-hmm. it gives a one shot look at literally uh, what stuff is selling for, and it's thousands of dollars if you pull one of these cracked ice uh, hot rookies. Yeah, you know, ungraded. That's just raw, right yeah. out of the pack. Thank you, Patrick Mahomes, for skewing what we actually think prices should be. Yeah, I, I thank him as long as I have them. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but when I don't, it's like, damn, these things are expensive. <laughs> you know? No doubt, no doubt. Well, man, how was your how was your holiday season? I mean, what what was? I know we do we talked probably what back in October, November, and you moved into yeah. a new office. I mean, what what coming out of the holiday season? What did you learn? What are you gonna do a little differently? Uh, hire more help. <laughs> okay. That's an honest answer. Okay. Um, I'm definitely a hands-on kind of guy. I like the way I do things. You know, I know it's going to be done the way that uh, I do things. But, yeah. man, it was busy. There was a ton of releases up uh, starting pretty much Black Friday. 
you know, and Cyber Monday week, of course, retail everywhere in the country. But yeah. uh, they, there was a lot of products that came out during that time. And we hit them all. We, we cycled through them. We did a lot of cool promotions. Uh, football starting to ramp up with the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Playoffs. Playoffs. And uh, I, I learned that, um, you know, if you're a business owner at home or you're starting a break operation, you're going to reach a point where you really can only do so much. Yeah. And if you start trying to do too much, you're probably – could lose some quality control issues. So, so Ty, I've learned that when we get big rushes like that at certain times of the year, I'm bringing in more help, in which I'm I'm seeking out help. By the way, this is an advertisement for Top Shelf Breaks is now hiring. <laughs> <laughs> See, I worked that in there. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. That was really pretty savvy. Pretty, pretty savvy. Uh, do you do you actually have a solicitation out? Like, are you uh, are you like actively putting it on Twitter that you want to hire somebody? I have not yet because, again, that, that you have to find the time to do that. I have to find the time to say, let me sit down and put together you know, advertisements to hire somebody. So I figured word of mouth, some people know, but yeah. they got to be local. They have to be local. Um, they have to be trustworthy, which you never really know what you're getting. And I like to have a little bit of knowledge of the sports, of the hobby and collecting and yeah. kind of have that mindset. So it's, sure. it's a box that you got to fit somebody in. Um, to help, hmm. that's a tough box to find somebody to fit in. You it know, is. they, they got to have the time. They got to have the the traits and the qualities that you're looking for. And so, but it's a, I start word of mouth, and then I will start officially putting out some things. You okay. know, maybe hit up some of those job websites, see if I can find somebody. But I have some good guys. It's just that their time is limited. You know, yeah. they only have so much time. Their dads, their parents, their businessmen, their full time jobs. So, but. The products that came out during that time frame, um, everyone was freaking out because there were so many of them. But it worked because guess what? The first week or two of January, you could breathe a little bit, yeah. you know, and take a little bit of a break. That's true. Yeah. And we're, we're going to talk about a big hire that you just made or a partnership. If, I don't know what you want to call it, but we'll talk about that here in a minute with. Uh, what, Wait, what how do you know about that? Well, oh, how do you, you? You know everything. You put it on Twitter. Oh, maybe I didn't. did. No. <laughs> You're just such an insider. Oh man, no. I do have some news about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll table that to the end because I think okay. that's, that's pretty exciting stuff. Okay. Um, so yeah, that th- you brought up a good point. This is kind of a the, the first two to three weeks of January or that period where you can catch up. Do you, do you find that football remains hot through the end of the playoffs and then drops off, or does it carry into like the NT and the flawless and all that stuff? It will carry through. Okay. Okay, football is a kind of very passionate sport. And, um, you know, if you love football, you really, really, really love it. And, yep. and TSB, as we talk every time we talk, was kind of founded and built on football because of my love and passion for the game. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm always finding ways to stay relevant and excited about football, whether it's heading up into the playoffs. Hey, look, we're getting close to the playoffs. Let's do this. Then it's the playoffs. Yep. Then it's the Super Bowl. And then it's the week after the Super Bowl. Well, this sucks. There's no football. So let's open up football. And, and then he just, there's always something. And I tell the guys, we'll lead right into the freaking combine mm-hmm. and then right into the path to the draft and then right into uh, rookie photo shoots. And it just, next thing you know, you're at week one again. Yeah. That that's how my head works. So there's always something to do football, and it always rolls through. There is a short little time tie when you get to that first releases of the new year of football, which are those college products like, yep. um, right? Uh, what is it? Maybe the Contenders College, mm-hmm. and I think they do a Prism College thing. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it stays it stays very hot and relevant for me. Luckily. Well, I, like you said, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you love football to death. I do. I but... really do. I don't know. I, don't, I think basketball is the one sport where it, you can truly say it is basically year round now. Oh, because yeah. of the way Panini scheduled out these releases and because basketball doesn't stop now with G League stuff. It's just crazy. <laughs> G League? To draft, to G League. Wow. Back to preseason. It's just, I feel like it's, it's literally nonstop with NBA, which is the only way Panini can continue to release products. I mean, they were releasing 2017 18 products until last week, two weeks ago. So. What was it? What did they release? Didn't they, I mean, they were releasing last year's products up until basically Christmas of this year. Oh, yes, that yeah. is correct. So um, anyway, uh, so how would you say football went then? I mean, we, we had a conversation, uh, multiple conversations on the podcast about how we didn't think 
football was trending in the right direction. Do you okay. think what what are we missing there? Do you, is is football as hot as ever or is it crappy? I mean, are, are we just are you seeing are you seeing growth? That's the I guess yeah. the best question. Are you seeing growth in the football market? You see things to, like the, the reason it's cool talking to you and why I love talking to you is because what you're doing over there at Breaker Culture is you're really diving into these products. You're diving into checklists. You're diving into price points and being sharp on what's selling and who's hot. For me, I'm just like moving the product and offering it up to the customer. So I see the product physically when I open it. And then I try to catch up and see. But um, in general, to answer your question, there is still demand. I think this 18 class we're in right now has a good crop of people, of mm-hmm. players. Mm-hmm. And we talked the last time, you and I usually talk preseason, midseason, and then playoffs, and yep. then, well, you know, whatever. So through that, we were like, man, some of these rookies had really big weeks. You know, Baker made a run midseason and on through and had that small chance to make it into the playoffs. And then there's the unknowns on the edge. There's polarized guys that think Josh Allen's going to be the dopest ever, and he's a perfect fit there. There's other guys who say he's a bum, and he doesn't fit there, and it's dumb. Mm-hmm. Same thing with 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 uh, Josh, the other Josh, yep. Josh too in Arizona. <laughs> Rosen, yep. But look, they got a new coach, so maybe that will change everything. Mm-hmm. So those those little things like that get people going. I should start getting into Josh uh, Rosen now because they got a whole new coach and a system up there. Yeah. So I think there's always a way collectors will find and justify continuing to collect, um, and and just keeps it going. Yeah. You know, that's it. Remember, we always talk about mm-hmm. Panini going in the direction of let's not put, you know, in a case of contenders, let's not put eight Saquon autos or low numbered cards or mm-hmm. whatever or 10 like they used to. Yep. They're very difficult to find. So that rarity mm-hmm. in the scarcity drives up the singles market. Right. Which equals demand for people to buy into hope to get those. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's going good. I okay. really, really, that's not, that's not a political like, answer that's really I, I think it's very good because i sell out of my football all the time so i uh i like it and i i would never expect a political answer from you that's what i love no. about you um, that's right. you know it's funny I, I had a conversation with the guys over at legacy sports cards and uh we had an interview that i did not get to publish because the quality ended up being really crappy but uh uh-huh. one of the things i asked them was you know what tell me about you know, f- sales inside the hobby shop. And they're probably a top five or six hobby shop in the United States. Like they do a ton of volume. And they said, well, the only thing we cannot keep in stock when it comes to sealed wax is mm-hmm. football. Oh, that's the yeah. only, only sport we can't keep in stock. Like we sell it at everything. That's <laughs> great. Blew my mind. Cause it's just like, ah, I think maybe sometimes you look <laughs> at things in a vacuum. And I, I was reminded of this season that collectors have such a short term memory. The prism debacle with football was forgotten in two weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's on to the next product. I want to spend my money somewhere else. But I still sell that prism. That's the thing. <laughs> like, I put up prism and it sells out. Like, oh, shiny things. Yes. Like they, like you said, it must be short-term memory. And sometimes it's a little buzz that gets created around the internets and yeah. social media about it. And that because there's, you know, um, no veterans in it and stuff. And But those rookies will drive it, you know. I always tell people this. They get they get left on a product, you know. Yep. And but th- but then we're doing a break, and I pull them a gold vinyl auto of something. Guess what? They freaking love Prism. Then. Mm-hmm. Oh, Prism is awesome. True. Yeah. Freaking love it. But, th- but but when the guys don't get the cards they want, and they don't they kind of uh, go crapless. Then they go a little left on the product. It's just human nature. But I know what you mean. It's short term. It's short term, and you just move on to the next product. Totally. What have you done for me lately? That definitely applies. I think that was a song at some point. Yeah. That is Janet Jackson. In my opinion. We threw that game. We oh. gave it away by doing that. <laughs> we threw this freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. Oh, that's what my that? boy. It's your boy. I love it. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? <laughs> what do you think about the playoffs? Man, that never gets old. It never gets old. Never for me. I play that all the time, especially when I'm doing playoff breaks. I'll <laughs> intro with that, you know, and we're going to do some boxes of playoff. Um, the playoffs were very fun to watch, and I think we talked earlier. It came down to the final four, you know, the Rams, Patriots, yeah. um, your Chiefs, and the Saints, mm. okay? <sighs> the elephant in the room and the topic of discussion is the officiating mm-hmm. and the play calling or the non-play calling. 
And I'll just say this, and I've said it on the air before. One of the things, Ty, that I think kind of bugs me as a super hardcore football fan is that I feel as though they're playing politically correct football. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean by politically correct football? It, it, in that they're making these calls, I feel, and this is probably me just being weird in my head like I am, but they're making all these changes in the rule changes to maybe appease or cater to an agenda or some sort of other uh, ideal. Yep. I know they're trying to keep it safe. I get it. I can't imagine what it must be like being a wife or the kids or something at home and they see, you know, dad laid out on, on the field. But guess what? There's risk in playing sports, right? Well, I can There's guarantee you they're not saying risk. anything when he's getting $4 million a year. Correct. They're not complaining. Yeah. Correct. And I'm trying not to be that guy where I'm just going to talk negatively about stuff just because it's hot right now. I really honestly feel this. When they enter into this sport, they love it. They're passionate about it. A race car driver, you have to be passionate about that because you're driving around in circles at 300 miles an hour. So there's risk there. You know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so so make cool helmets that help. Make better pads. Do some things, you know, be a little bit more conscious. But they start putting in all these crazy, wacky rules, and it detracts from the game. Agreed. If you're, yeah. if you're on the losing side of a game and there's 32 seconds to go and you score a touchdown and you're down by uh, two, you know, you want to get that ball back. So – you're pretty much out of the game if they, you know that onside kick is just going to not work because the way they have to line up now, you can't get a running start, and the mm-hmm. odds are you're not going to get the ball back. If you're on the other team, you're like, this is dope. Game over. They're not, we're not going we're gonna to get this. And I think it should make it more fun and not be so politically correct with all of their calls and things that they're trying to make. Yeah. That's, you know, are we going to put helmets on soccer players now? They run around. I'm sure they get concussions jump, trying to head the ball. Boom. But – the NFL is on such a platform now with everything. It's like a freaking microscope laser beam. Yeah. And and they don't want to upset anybody and start having protests and, you know, things like that. Uh, but it was yeah. a good season. It I don't was. know how we got off that transit, but I'm yeah, sorry come about on, your man. Chiefs. I'm sorry about your Chiefs and my Bears. Yeah. But, your, yours was a little more – yours is a brutal way to lose for sure. Yeah. I mean mine was brutal too, but – at least at the end of the day, I can look at the fact that we lost to the greatest player of all time. You did, and and um, like I said, that that field goal that Parky missed, I wish he just would have hooked it way left. <laughs> right. You know? Or or perhaps on that final drive, maybe they came up short and turned it over on downs. Yeah. All right, but to get there and then have that happen, we were all huddled around the fire pit, ready to celebrate. I had the lighter in my hand to light the freaking fireworks. Mm. And I did not get to do that. <laughs> so, so you've been using these, them for breaks now, right? I've been using them for breaks. Yeah, <laughs> I go out and set them off. But you had the excitement of an awesome game. Yeah, you know, you got to get into overtime, and um, th- that was that was a fun, that was a fun playoff weekend to watch. Other than some of them wacky calls and the Saints and stuff. Yeah, I do. I feel bad for the Saints people <sighs> in general. It's eh, it's just one of those like you. We haven't seen a call like that uh, that, that I can remember. Where it was just so blatant. No, because you would remember it. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah. There, there hasn't been. Do you think, Ty, there should be some sort of a, um, you know those those easy buttons from Staples? They say, that was easy. Do you think somebody in New York and L.A. should have one of those big giant red buttons and they're watching and when they see something like that, what if they hit that and it stopped everything? <laughs> and, then, and then I'm serious. Then they could look at it and go, whoa, 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 whoa. This is game impactful here. Yep. And we need to address this collectively as they do that. They do defer to New York and stuff, but that's for like different kind of calls. Here's what I think they should do. An emergency Uh, button. I I like that idea of an emergency button. But uh, I think they should have – they should have it where the coach can – we have have a red challenge flag and then we have like a blue challenge flag. And you can use the blue challenge flag or something to challenge one of those – calls like a pass interference and it goes back to new york one time a game in new york and then like overturn a pass interference man i like that so you mean like the blue flag would be for you know especially at a home game because they're going to show it up on the thing 50 times right a a blatant clear like they could write that into the rules this is the kind of stuff they do clear and obvious blatant missed call or something can be challenged with the blue flag something like that or just one time a game for each team New York can overturn one of those calls that you can't challenge. You know, like 
save it for a situation like that under two minutes. Even those calls are reviewed in New York or, or something like that. That's just dumb. I mean, New York should be able to control some of that. When you got 50 guys up there with every camera angle possible. That's what I'm saying. There should be that emergency button or, you know, yeah. in the headset of the head coach, he's getting the uh, the, the word from upstairs. Like, you got to throw your blue flag, dude. The, this guy, the defender, just tackled our receiver. Yep. Like, <laughs> straight up tackled. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so throw the blue flag. Or maybe we can give them a lighter and fireworks. Ooh. The coach. Yeah. If the coach sets off the fireworks. That'll stop the game. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So here's the other thing. This, is, huh? this has been driving me nuts for years. I mean, our technology is so good. Why don't we have lasers on the goal line? Oh, yeah. I think you mentioned that before. It's like, come on. Like, why are we, like, reviewing this when we can easily put something in the ball and something on the goal line? And yep. we can have it like, you know, hockey where the, the light goes off when they crawl, get the, the pucks in the goal. Like, everything goes think- up. The field goal post lights up when you cross the goal line or yeah, something. Yeah, it does. I think you'll see that. I think you'll see that. I think it'll take time because there's going to be purists in there that say we're not going to cut open a football and put in a freaking RFID. Yeah. Like, you know, Tom Brady may have some troubles with that. It's based on the num- amount of air that's inside of the ball and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, so we might see that. They do have the uh, pylon cams. Yeah, so, I know, but it's still. Yeah. But still, there's it, still that's progress, I suppose. Yeah. I think it's the little dimple of the ball that crossed the goal right. line there. Yeah. And same with, with baseball. Why do we have a dude standing behind the catcher deciding balls and strikes? They have the damn strike meter thing. Just <laughs> set that up and use that to call balls and strikes. You know what? Screw the sanctity of all these sports. We're coming up with a <laughs> robotic game. Yeah, we got robots out there and stuff. Oh, my God. Can you imagine a robot behind the catcher going, do you like? You know, just based on what the uh, – or something lights up. Yeah. We'll, we'll call them orbs. How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, hmm. How's your new office going? You still the new it? office, man? It's a shop office. I love it. I got the shop area in the front, and the office in the back, and the break studio where I'm at now. And um, you know, I'm just constantly tinkering with stuff to, you know, whether it's setting up the way that we put the cards out after the breaks in these cool bins. Like I'm always looking for bins, searching on IKEA, trying to build the place out. Uh, we got a great location across from the mall and the movie theater. Um, plenty of you know traffic and people in the building coming through so it's the best thing i ever did you know now that you ask to get out of the house yeah that's uh, awesome I, no, it sounds like it's still going well i said that before if you can get out of the house and find your place uh to go if you're running your business at a certain point you have to you have to get out of the house yep and, and make it a business and get your license and become official so it does something it changes up the dynamic of what you're doing yeah and plus i i could participate in all the tops and panini things so yeah it's going great best mm. thing i did that's a, that, that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that. The whole yeah, top yeah. stuff. Yeah. Top. You can participate in all their promotions that they do for, for stores and shops now. Ah, I like that. Yes, yep, me too. You know, in the business world, they say dress for success. I feel like that's kind of the equivalent in the breaking world. Like when you, as a group breaker, you want to dress for success every day, like get yourself in office, take it to the next I, level, take it serious. You hit it, brother. That's I mean, because I know you don't really dress for success, per se. I see you on camera. I see those shirts you wear. <laughs> you wear the same shirt all the time. Did you see my <laughs> Michael Jackson jacket I had on last night? That thing was really dope. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, I'll talk about that later. But I'm going to see Michael Jackson live, MJ Live, this weekend. And I, we love Michael and our family. And our fish is named Michael. So uh, I told everybody, you have to wear some sort of Michael tribute thing. The hat, a glove, a pin, whatever you do. And I found this crazy... It's got faces of Michael Jackson all over the entire hoodie, different years of Michael. And I was sporting that bad boy last night. That's beautiful. Yes, sir. Only you could pull that off. I know. Yeah. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So let's talk about, uh, let's talk about this new breaker you got. Yeah, you and your top secret information. I'm ready. Let's go. This is the place to do it. It's actually, this is when I need my sound effects where it goes, dun, dun, dun. So, Ty, at the National this summer in Cleveland, mm-hmm. um, I, w- I was uh, hosting the Southern Hobby Breaker Party, and we were giving away, like, packs and boxes to the people in attendance. And I had asked a Paw Patrol question, just to be funny, and this guy came up and knew every Paw Patrol character. He knew 
he knew the song. So he walked away with all kinds of panini packs and stuff. Turns out that it was Mike and Mindy from Rippin' Gypsy. And they live in the Cleveland area. And we, we met, we talked, we exchanged information, and we kept in touch in the weeks after. So I started watching her breaks, and I was very impressed with everything that they've done. And they set up everything on their own. And I have the three P's of breaking um, that I kind of look for that I see that she had, like um, definitely had the personality. So she had personality. She had the production level was there. And, of course, the product. She had the product. So she had all those things. And we hit it off. So we started talking. And I always wanted to expand and add to the brand. And they are going to come on board starting the last weekend in uh, January and start doing breaks on the TSP channel. Okay. So it's Rippin' Gypsy. Her name is Mindy. I'm very excited to have her. We talk a lot. We talk often. She's very skillful in the things that I like as far as technology and the appearance and, and the production level and the products. Beautiful. So, yeah, it's going to be part of the TSB crew. And she's going to do Saturday, Sunday, and Monday to start the last weekend of January. Mm -hmm. And then going forward, she will be on Sunday and Monday nights on the Top Shelf Breaks channel. So very enthused and excited and fired up about that. That's amazing. It is. I saw your logo, and I freaking love it. Absolutely love it. Oh, the Rip and Gypsy uh, TSB one? Oh, that's awesome. I can't, yeah, I, yeah. You going to let me share that? And my... It's a. We're still fine tuning it. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, there's there's some little nuances, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's basically. I just loved everything about what they were doing, and it's hard to explain when you see something that you know you like, and she has the production, the personality, and she certainly has the product and can get the product. Um, it's a good fit, and uh, she had a really cool logo. Uh, Mindy loves Star Wars. She mm -hmm. loves pop culture, so we're going to be tapping into more of those non-sport breaks. You know, the the Star Wars stuff and. Um, WWE and UFC and stuff like that she'll be doing as well and um, we took her the, the crystal ball which is her ripping gypsy kind of logo and mm -hmm. mixed it with a, kind of a new monster and uh, and put them together so mm. yes that's it love Before it do it all that nothing changes for everybody at home yeah. by the way you still go to the top shelf breaks YouTube you still go to top shelf breaks yeah um, whether you watch on Twitch or uh, breakers there's ways now that anybody remotely can just stream on your channel. You just give them the stream key, you know, and they, they stream on your channel. She will be continuing doing what she's doing on her Rip and Gypsy because she has her followers and her customers. And mm -hmm. it, it'll be uh, just another venture for me to build out and give somebody some more fun during breaks. No, I think it's a great move. I'm super excited for you. I'm excited Thanks. to get her on the show next time. Have yeah, you both you on. Have her on. We'll, Appreciate uh, that. Yeah, it'd be fun. Appreciate uh, it. It'd be our first uh, Lady Breaker, which would there be really you go. nice. It'd be nice to mix it up a little bit. Perfect. <clears throat> yeah. Good fit. You know, we, we talked about this offline, but you are starting to see a little bit more consolidation with mm -hmm. Breakers. What uh, do, do you think that's just kind of a natural progression of the marketplace? Yeah, you mentioned that to me uh, when we were on the phone the other day. Uh, I can see why they're doing it because we're all kind of in, in the same boat. You know, realistically, Ty, I could probably go on the air at 10 a.m., right, and stay on the air till 10 a.m. I mean, you could really probably be streaming 24 hours a day. <laughs> you know what? You, you should totally do a marathon. You I'm should do a 24-hour marathon. I am going to do that. I, I've been talking about that. That's the other thing I wanted to do when I first started. I wanted to bring on more breakers, and I wanted to do uh, a 24-hour breakathon, which I'm going to do for charity. But you could do that. But being human and one person, I have family. I have kids. I have a wife. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, TSB is, quote, my life, but really I have a real life. So I can't be on the air as much as I want to. So you have to plug in other people. And when you plug in other people, you have to expand and you have to consolidate and use all of your resources. And, you know, Mindy has a customer base. She has customers. She has followers. So and I do, too. So you merge together. And I do see that probably as the years go on, you'll see more of it for sure. And there's nothing wrong with it. No. Absolutely. I think, I, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, in fact, I'm kind of – I'm very interested to see which breakers kind of gravitate towards each other. It'll be good. There's some interesting personalities that I, I'm already starting to hear moving to, to join partnerships with other breakers. It should be really fun. 
Yeah, you are. Can you please put me on the uh, Thai tip hot sheet or something? Because you're like, <laughs> you know, you're like the TMZ of this breaking world. You always get this insider information that I, honest to God, legit don't know about or hear about. Uh, and I talk to you and I get these little tidbits, which is good information. I don't know, you know? about that. Let's not exaggerate this. No, it is. <laughs> you got your ear to the ground, my friend. Mm. Cards, mm. everything. Yeah. So, well, so I'm curious to get your, <clears throat> your perspective, excuse me, yep. curious to get your perspective on a hot topic that popped up yesterday. Okay. So Optic Basketball comes out next week. Mm-hmm. Big product, product that I I like a lot. Well, you got the, the gold vinyl one of ones that are hobby exclusives. And I, and I understand first off the line are, you know, quote, hobby products, but I just don't view them that way. Mm-hmm. I view a hobby product as something you get through a distributor and you need to have a hobby shop or an actual business to get. But anyway, the gold vinyl one of one Doncic auto Uh-oh. popped Uh-oh. up in a first off the line box yesterday. Uh oh. What do you think about that? Like is that is that a good thing? Do you like that Panini's doing that or is it just kinda meh, okay. Is what it is. I can tell you this. It goes back to what we said earlier. I probably would like it if I was opening up that optic on the air and I pulled it, you know, but in general, maybe they shouldn't put that in first off the line. You know what I mean? They have control, right? Maybe they should keep that in the hobby product. Is that what you're saying and thinking? That's what I'm saying and thinking for sure. Okay. Um, I, there's, there's two elements to this. One, yeah, should if it's truly a hobby product and mm-hmm. that's up for you know, discussion, um, should should we have the, some of the one-of-ones in that type of product where some of us, most of us, don't have access to it, don't have the ability to get it. it it's gone in two minutes. Yeah. And um, the, the flip side of that is there's a ton of exclusives in first off the line. But you're going to put the exclusives to hobby in first off the line but not vice versa. So I, I don't know. I just – I actually feel bad for the shops. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what I feel bad for because they, they – the prices drop on wax when big, like when massive hits like that go. I mean, that's a twenty thousand dollar card. That's a big time chase card. Jesus. So. I I mean, here's my take on it. Um, you know that. Was there anything special, or as I say, fancy about it in that first off the line? Like, well, there'll be that. So that card will not be in hobby then, right? It's not going to. There's not going to be a vinyl, but maybe it had a border around it or something different. Like that was the card, wasn't it? That's it. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, it I mean, wasn't a special first off the line gold vinyl nope. auto. It was a, it was the hobby one that got in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think they did that with first off the line. I thought first off the line was different fancy things, different blue border or freaking yellow or come up with these different colors and designs. Mm-hmm. I didn't didn't realize that they did that. To be honest with you, I thought that first off the line was all first off the line stuff, and then your hobby stuff was over here, mm-hmm. which which obviously is why you're asking because that's not what happened. <laughs> it got put in the first off the line. Yep, it and did. Yeah, uh, that that is a disappointment as a shop owner. There is, remember, you said earlier about short term memory kind of thing with yep. product. For sure, I have guys, you know, they'll they'll say, "Oh, product's dead." Saquon one of one, RPA's out or whatever. It's not. It's really not. Because we're so handful of us are like clued into that kind of world. But in general, outside, every single collector and dad and son, they don't really know that. And they may get wind of it, but they just move on from it, you know, Mm because there's still the number to five or the number to two. Or there's probably ten different one of ones in NT nowadays. Yeah. So we'll see. It's out there, but when's the release for that? Next week, right? Yeah, the hobbies on Wednesday, the thirtieth. Yep. Now you know your basketball. Which do you think is is optic as collectible as the prism is or was? No, no. So it's interesting no. because I, there's a. What are you seeing? I, so it's it's funny because I, I think I think optic is right on the fringe of a kind of a bottom tier to mid tier product. Okay. Um, and you, you could argue Prism is even a bottom to mid tier because of the price, you know, price per pack. I mean, mm-hmm. you, can go, you can go buy twenty dollars blasters for it, but no other product has silvers that carry the value. But what people tend to forget is the hollows, which are the you know the silvers inside of optic. They are seven to ten times more rare in optic than they are in Prism. Wow. And they carry 
such such less, less value. It's it's unbelievable. Huh. But what 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 Optic does have is on card autos, and they have the rated rookie autos, which are a big draw. I mean, they're f- yeah. freaking incredible cards, um, and they look really good this year. Um, so. I, I think five years from now, we're, we're going to look back and we're going to say, dang it, man, we should have spent more money on Optic and less on Prism. Because I think Optic's the one that has you know a lot of room to grow versus Prism. I just, I don't know, man, it's going to be tough. Prism could be just the, just, the, just the hype and excitement factor of social media spreading around that you got to have these silvers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's why I like talking to you because you give me insight about what you just said. The Optic, those uh, are more rare but bring less value. They're mm-hmm. more rare in comparison to the prisms, but they have less market value. Yep. Which over time, people will realize and figure out that there's less of them, which will hopefully bring value. So I'm going to buy a bunch of optic basketball now. <laughs> I'm going crazy on it. Well, um, okay. Let me know how that goes. I, you know, I am curious. I am curious. <laughs> I'm how, not going to. <laughs> I know you're not. Um, I'm curious to see how your optic breaks go. Okay. Yeah. So you breaking top series one baseball? We are going to do top series one baseball. Wow. Okay. Um, one of the I, few and brave. Really? Why does everyone say that? I must be a real dork. I. It's got chunky, cool things in it for cheap, yeah, like, like relics. Well, I know they're manufactured relics and stuff, but there's there's cool. There's it's just a lower price point. That's all. That's all it is. Yeah, it's but there's a lot more customers. packs. Usually what the tours breakers is the number of packs you have to open to get those. Time consuming. Yeah, You're okay is. with that though. Um, I'm not doing 20 cases of it or anything, but I will go through a few cases over the first week or two of it. No, just, to, just to do it. Throw them in little mixers. Throw some personals out there. Yeah, I, I have to do it. You know how it works, man. My guys, you got to support your breaker, uh, whoever you are with, because – they take on that entry-level product in order to get you Dynasty, in order to get you uh, the higher-end stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can't just look at it here in the shop and let it pile up to the ceiling. Yeah. So I, so I break it, and they do a good job at helping move it along. Yeah. So good for you. Keep that in mind, everybody. Where you go and break, go support your breakers and get into those entry-level uh, products if they sell them, if they put them up. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a yeah. good point. Yeah, and I get that. I really do. I think it's the one part of that people just tend to forget. Like you have to do that stuff. You, just you do. To. You do. You have to. Yeah. I don't have time to spend around looking for other places to sell it off as cases and, you know, mm-hmm. just let's open it and let's find some cool stuff in it like that Ichiro that Tops put out. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Well, and th- this probably doesn't matter to you as much, but we, you know, we had a podcast earlier this week talking about Top Series 1 and the whole dilemma right now is around – the fact that it's the highest print run of any flagship release in the history of the world and they scattered out inserts they, they made it much more difficult to hit and so to get a master set now it's going to take almost five cases to get oh man and that's the big draw for most of these collectors is putting master sets together and building your set so it'll be interesting Five cases? Five hobby cases, and I think the numbers, Britton Becker ran the numbers, I think it's six jumbo cases for oh, one right master then. set. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, good thing for you is they reduced the pack count, increased the number of cards per pack, so it's going to be a little easier to break in front of people. But, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. I cannot wait to see how this year plays out in the, in the hobby. So well, I'll tell you one thing. One, yeah. one thing they did real quick since you mentioned it because it um, – they started, they meaning the manufacturers, for, for breaking. Yeah. Um, they started putting the cards reverse, you know, like the autos and uh-huh. the short prints and stuff to help indicate that that's a special card. Yeah. And that helps. I can't even tell you how much that helps. I mean, I know they've always done it. There's always been sometimes a backwards card. That's where they put the auto. But it seems like to me that they do it a lot more often now with those short print things. Like, oh, that's Bryce Harper with his hat on backwards without his sunglasses standing in the dugout instead of outside of the dugout. That one we're putting in backwards so, so these guys know that that's a special cart. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It helps. Uh, it does for sure. Because <laughs> if not, I get emails two weeks later. Hey, dude, 
There was a Carlos Correa with he had the bat in his right hand, but he had on his cleats, not his sneakers, and he had on a button-down jersey instead of, you know, the regular pullover jersey, and the sun was shining, not cloudy. I saw that, and I didn't get it. <laughs> Let me go back through these 50,000 and find it. So when it's backwards, it helps. Thank you, Tops. Uh, totally, totally. You know, in Heritage High Number, they actually they printed the type of variation it is underneath the number. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you do have to double time. I go through the front first because mm-hmm. you want I go through the front because they want to see the cards and stuff. And you may stand out some of the bigger players. You get to know which ones are. Yeah. But then I have to flip them and I go through the back because you want to show all the cards all the time on camera for that very reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you don't miss anything. And then they put it up there. You can see that which kind of variation it is. Yeah. So thank you for doing that, Tops. That's big. That really is. It is. I know the purists get upset about that, but it's just, come on, guys. We've evolved enough to at least designate a variation for somebody. My gosh. The purists don't have to do what we have to do. (laughs) The purists can sit home and watch football on a Sunday afternoon and just rifle through their cards. I'm live on the air. We are live on the air, and we have to find those or else we're going to spend dozens of hours with employees paying them to go through them. And then it. It's, it shouldn't be on them. What if they miss it? What if they don't see it? So you got to have it. Totally. The, the purists the probably spend 1% on the product versus the yep. breaker spending 65%, you know, something like that. So I, I'm sure Tops figured that out pretty quickly. They did. Mm. Uh, okay. Top Series 1, Optic Basketball. I know you got some big football releases coming out, Select Football. What, what, else, what else are you excited about in the next four to eight weeks? Anything come to mind? Well, yeah, man, this is the time of year where we start getting to the end of the season of products yeah. and, and football, and uh, you just hit on a few of them. I mean, Limited's coming. They have some cool booklets and patches, but Select seems to be the next um, big product that everyone is waiting for, including myself. Mm-hmm. Select week is a big week here at TSB, so I'm looking forward to that. And it looks like they're going to sneak encased in again this year. The encased oh, parts. Yeah, okay. You know, remember those with the, with the yeah. graded – cards yeah so we'll see how they do this year with uh getting some you know nine five and tens in there uh but those that's always good and then i think they're doing is it optic contenders or contenders optic that that mixed product i don't yeah i don't remember it's optic contenders or contenders optic it's where they merged contenders yep. with optic mm-hmm. which i've always thought was a good idea i used to do optic contenders mixers mm-hmm. i would take optic and i would take contenders and do a mixer of it <laughs> and then they made a product so it makes sense. But uh, next thing, yeah. look, they should do flawless treasures, you know? <laughs> we, we, did, we, t- we did this last time. We put a little name we game. We can't do oh, it again. We're re- we get it. You this. like adding names together. Yeah. So, but the Optic <laughs> Contenders is coming. And then the Big Mac Daddies of uh, National Treasures and Flawless. Yeah. Or Flawless and National Treasures. I don't recall which one comes first. But did you see the new Flawless has oh, yeah. booklets and stuff? Football? Uh, no, oh, I did my. not see that. Wow. Oh, my lands. Flawless yeah. treasures? <laughs> no. Well, that's – yeah, that is flawless National treasures. flawless? Which, what are we talking about here? <laughs> that is flawless treasures. So those are for, um, you know, a breaker. I've, I've, I've called myself a breaker. I, I was an online card concierge for all those years. But, you know, those <laughs> – those are the big weeks that kind of make our years. There's a few times a year that are really big for us in sales mm-hmm. and excitement and fun. And it's definitely uh, coming down the pike here with Select, Flawless, and National Treasures football. I Can't love wait. it. And you're going to have Gypsy filling in time, helping you do all these breaks. You're not yep. going to be stressed out as much. You're going to be more happy on camera. This is a good thing for everybody. Do I seem things a little are, bit less stressed on here when I talk to you, or just a tad each you, time? You do, do I get a little bit better? You do. You sound really nice. Okay. This is really pleasant for once. <laughs> Good. Well, here's a funny – here's a little anecdote. I have a big microphone that sticks to the side of the table. It comes up like a radio station and comes down. Well, the whole freaking thing just fell off. So I'm holding this big boom mic in my hand just, <laughs> just to let you know. I'm not kidding. Uh, all right. I'm reading between the lines. That's you saying. <laughs> Hurry up, Tyler. Let's go. I got to get No, no, no. It's great. I'm comfortable. <laughs> I may do breaks like this. The problem is I'm using both of my hands to hold this boom mic, so I don't think I can open up cards. Yeah. That would be really fun to watch actually. I'd tune in for that. Uh, all right, let's wrap this up. I got some questions for you. Yeah, dude. Um, what's your favorite thing to wear? My favorite thing to wear? Favorite daily attire. 
Well, I'm going to get laughed at when I say this, but my wife, I mean, I can't even believe I'm saying this. How do you pull this out of me? My wife had me sign up for freaking Stitch Fix. Ooh. <laughs> Stitch Fix, they put clothes together for you because what's happening is as you get old like me, taking the time to go to the store to buy new clothes and stuff and shopping just doesn't happen. So Stitch Fix will send you like jeans and shirts. And I'm finding out that I kind of do like wearing certain things. So to answer your question, my favorite thing to wear would be some sort of jeans and some short of, sort of loose um, T-shirt. But I'm trying to get away from wearing T-shirts all the time. So, you know, I find some Stitch Fix stuff and, and wear that. That's intriguing my, to me. You, do you actually – do you like it? Would you recommend yes. someone to sign up for it? Okay. I do. Uh, I do because Heather was doing it for a while and she'd get these boxes in the mail and then she'd be like, look what I got. And she'd you know, put the model on them and say, do you like this? Do you like that? And she goes, you know, they have it for men. Do you want me to sign you up? And I'm like, yeah, sign me up. And then about two weeks later, a box arrives and in it are different clothes, jeans and belts and socks and shirts and different things. And then you kind of fine tune. You go to the website and you can select, did you like that? Did you like this? Do you like this? one? And they put together your style for you mm. that you like. So then every couple of weeks, a box shows up and it's stuff that you that fits you and that you like. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And you don't have to spend time walking around Kohl's trying stuff on or wherever you shop. It makes it pretty easy. So I do I do recommend checking it out. What, what <laughs> so, setting did you have it on to get the Michael Jackson jacket? What oh, did? my God. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't come from Stitch Fix. But uh, if you could take credit for any invention, which one would you take credit for? I could take credit for any invention. I love inventions and stuff. I'm always thinking, and right now I'm drawing a blank. But that's always I suck at this game. If I could take credit for any invention, what would it be? Um. Okay, somebody had to invent and design and create the jet engine propulsion. <laughs> Jeez, you'd be a rocket scientist. That's right. Okay. I would that that allows you to travel from one place to another else we'd all be driving and it would suck yeah so I think I think I do think flight is very very cool I'm intrigued by flight my son and I are starting to get into like aeronautics and collecting flight related oh, planes cool. and jets and yeah and jets and how they work and turbines and engines and stuff you are such a diverse man continue to impress oh, me thanks you're on death row what's the last meal you eat that was an awkward transition, by the way. Sorry. Probably, yeah, I, was, I thought you were going to go down a, uh, you know, Tupac and 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 what's his name route there, which I, that was a great documentary, by the way. But we'll get to that. Uh, I would probably have no, we won't. This, this probably a steak, probably some sort of a really really good ribeye steak and potatoes is hands down my favorite meal, and Popeyes, wing bash, dude, wing bash, some Ooh. biscuits. Wing, what is wing bash? Never oh. heard of this. Is that oh, like a, man. is it like a, like a bowl of mixed stuff or is it like, what is it? <laughs> no. Popeye's wing bash is uh, a thing they came up with, I don't know, maybe within the past year or so. They're boneless wings, but Popeye's chicken, they're little chunks, little pieces. They're not chicken strips. They're boneless wings. It's called the boneless wing bash and it's $5 and you get a side you get uh, your chicken and you get a biscuit for five bucks, dude. The conviction you have for this is just so nice. Oh, <laughs> so awesome. Here's what happened real quick. Now you're talking about food. So here out, you know, I don't, I'm not at home anymore. So I'm out and I always forget to bring my lunch. Heather makes stuff. Take this and I always forget. So I have to go out and eat lunch. Well, as you know, eating out every day, five, six days a week adds up. So I'm, like one of these days, I'm like, I'm going to eat semi-healthy and I'm going to surprise Heather and tell her I went to Panera Bread for lunch. So I go to Panera Bread. I'm like, I'm going to eat freaking healthy today. I'm look, I can't understand their menu. They got 56 different breads. I end up getting a bowl of soup and a half, not even a full. They don't even give you a full sandwich. I get a half sandwich. I'm like, I want a uh, ham and cheese, please. What kind of cheese would you like? It, it was $14. $14 for a half a sandwich, a bowl of soup and a small drink. Popeyes is five bucks, so I'm sticking with Popeyes. You it's cheaper. You summarized the mindset of just about every American. Yeah, and now, and, now like, you, and you've also summarized why we have an obesity problem. <laughs> that's what I told Heather. I said I get it now. I completely get it. I'm going to eat like crap for five dollars when I should be going and eating nice, healthy bread, a good, you know, chicken noodle soup or broccoli soup, and some like tea. 
mm. but I ain't spending fifteen dollars a day for lunch. I'm gonna go with four bucks, five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> but I do love my Popeye, so I would I would I would request that if I could. All right, that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got two things to try now: Stitch Fix and uh, and Popeyes. I, I like. Popeyes. I mean, I, I have tried Popeyes. I shouldn't say that. Are they the ones with the dirty rice? That's incredible. They do have dirty rice, but I don't eat that. Okay. Yeah. I don't eat that. Yeah, I get it. What's the uh, What's the favorite board game to play with the family? Um. Well, we did find a new game. It's not a board game. It's a card game, but a board Ooh. game that we play. Um, Tell me the card game. Card game's good. Well, yeah, we play different games. We have Friday night family nights, and we dip different themes. But uh, there's one called Pie Face that the kids like right now, which you may know about. Um, Pie Face is where you put whipped cream on the little hand, and you spin the thing, and it ends up getting in somebody's face. You know what I mean? It smacks into their face. So we've been playing Pie Face. Okay. And we played a game on New Year's Eve with the neighbors. It's a card game. It's kind of like Cards Against Humanity, but it's not as vulgar. And you basically vote for people at the table or at the, at the party that fit that card that you're pulling. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's a pretty fun game. So we've been playing that lately, and it's spread to the other neighbors, and now they're all having parties to get together and play it. Um, it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity, um, which I don't okay. know if you know, but that's a yeah. pretty vulgar kind of game and weird. And yep. it's kind of like apples to apples with cards, and you lay down a card, and you have to pick the person that that card most associates with. You know, like if it said, who's the person most likely to eat Popeye seven days a week? Well, I'm sure my card would probably win that and mm. then you get your card you know okay. so we've right. been rocking that out interesting alright well yes, you'll, have sir. To, you'll have to send me the text I'll be curious to grab another game I'm always interested in getting new games gotcha last question for you mm-hmm. and this is one another one of those rumors I've been hearing but so the word on the street is you have this new fascination with uh, oily shirtless men what's going yeah. on with this I do since the 80s man since I was a kid <laughs> which makes it even weirder uh, so that's my extent of I've world. Watched, I've been watching wrestling. That's my extent yeah. of wrestling knowledge. Yeah, tell me about it. What's going on? You're, you're breaking WWE, this. WWE, this is, you know, really, really for me in my wheelhouse, WWE Tops Transcendent is releasing next month. Okay. We all know Transcendent from baseball, and uh, they're doing a Transcendent WWE, and that is directly in my wheelhouse. I thank the person that mentioned it one night in chat. I'm kind of slow sometimes when it comes to certain things. And they were like, dude, did you see Transcendent? I said, no. First thing I did in the morning was call my sales reps and say I would like some. So we have it. And what Transcendent is, is there's only 50 boxes being made. Oh, wow. 50. Yeah. And there's going to be 50 autos per box. Oh, my God. 50 autos. I don't remember how many Transcendent uh, baseball was. Maybe similar. 50 autos. Ty, are you ready, dude? 50 autos in there. And one of those is going to be Vince McMahon. Vince Vince McMahon, uh, his dad started the wrestling uh, WWF Mm -hmm. 30, 40 years ago, and Vince took it over. Vince is a billionaire. He owns WWE. He's the chairman. He's Mm -hmm. never signed before, ever. Never signed. Not even anything. Nothing. No Fleer, no nothing. So this will be the first time Vince, probably one of the most recognizable billionaires in sports entertainment, will be signing for Transcendent. So that is huge, and that's just one of many things that are in it. So that will be in the t- in the 50 autos. I confirmed all this with Tops before I put it on sale. There's going to be uh, cut auto in there, just like Transcendent Baseball. And the cut auto picture they use is Andre the Giant. So that would pretty much be, honest to God, the centerpiece of my personal collection if I were to ever have an Andre the Giant cut auto. Wow. They haven't put out the uh, checklist yet. I'm just kind of going off of the promo photos that they're, you know, that they used. But I like cut autos like Andre the Giant because you look at it and you think, where did he sign that? When did he sign that? Did he sign that backstage at WrestleMania? Did mm-hmm. he sign it on an airplane? Did he sign it in France at his house? Like, wow. How cool is that? And I've never, ever seen an Andre the Giant auto, ever. Wow. There's – there, there's the, the, the centerpiece will be a ticket to WrestleMania. <laughs> Hello. A ticket to WrestleMania and a VIP party ticket, which go together. So, for wrestling fans, this is it, including myself. The creme de la creme it of is, wrestling. It's, there's a replica belt that's going to be signed in there. There's sketch cards, kiss cards. And uh, it's supposed to come out in, I don't know, the second or third week of February. Amazing. So I'm hoping they 
stay on schedule with that. Have you uh, started selling spots for it? We did. We Sold did. out? We came out of the gate. No, not, there's 55 total spots to sell. Okay. So we're about midway through, which I'm very excited about because I had this Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant 16 by 20 photo. Uh, you know, sometimes things float around here. And I'm offering that for the first 25 spots that are sold. So there's only a few left to get in for that Andre the Giant inscription photo. Um, it says I slammed the giant on it. It's from TriStar. Sweet. So that really helped move spots along to start because I don't want to wait till February, you know, right. 12th. Um, and then I'll be doing a lot of promotions actually starting this weekend because the Royal Rumble is this weekend. Oh, I know gotcha. that means nothing. Exactly don't me. say oh gotcha like you know what that Dude, is oh really oh okay <laughs> okay i'm excited about it oh, too really i can't <laughs> wait to watch the royal rumble somebody's going and punching their ticket to wrestlemania this weekend chris the royals uh, do rumble yeah you're right <laughs> yeah it has nothing, there's nothing royal about it uh so that is this weekend so i'll be running a lot of promotions around royal rumble like i always do and autograph photos and stuff i have a bunch of autograph photos sitting around here i sure wish i could give one to you to give away to your followers that would uh -oh. be cool you, you want to do that you want to give yeah. it away to a breaker culture follower? Yeah, let's give away a Kurt Angle. Is that, Kurt Angle. Uh, is that a good guy? Is that a good Kurt Angle? Kurt, Kurt Angle is the man. He's he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, he'll probably make an appearance at the Royal Rumble this weekend. Uh, he's a veteran. He's a veteran. Uh, so he's a gold uh, Olympic gold champion. So let's give away an eight by ten photo of Kurt Angle from TriStar, and I guess you and I can talk off air how to do it. I don't know how to do it. I love I it. Send it to you, but on the website. You no, can it come from you. Media. Come from you. Come from me. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, we'll yeah. do it together, collectively. Oh, that'd be so fun. Gosh. So, you want? <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is dreams come true, my friend. They Just do. Believe. Just believe. I mean, when you get out of here, you're going to have Stitch Fix arrive at your house, and you can go eat Popeyes. Done. You know. You really have transformed my life today. And I just want Good. to thank you for that. No, this is great. I have transcended your lifestyle. Okay. Deal. See what I did there? Yeah. I, li I like being transformed. You transform my lifestyle. So I like to ask you all the time, what's going on in the breaker culture world? I know you don't like when I ask you that because you're like, this isn't about me, but it is. So what are some things you've been doing um, that you're, mm -hmm. you know, pumped up about? Your pricing ladders are dope. What else? couple things. One, I would have never thunk this podcast would be as uh, popular as it is. So I've been putting more time into it. It's a good thing. A lot good. of good feedback, lots of good stuff coming out of it. Um, Congratulations on that. I saw your, your charts and your graphs and your listens and your downloads and stuff. So that's what it's about, man. You have good content. Yeah. I have good guests. That's the best part about it. Most people there don't tune in for me. They tune in for the guests, which is yes. why people are going to tune in for this episode to hear you rum ramble on. Do your Royal yeah, Rumble sorry. on the, on the podcast. Hope I don't bring your ratings down. He's going to look at his charts and graphs and go, where goes that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> otherwise. Congratulations on that. Well, That's thank good. you. Yeah. Otherwise, lots of the same stuff. Just working hard, getting all the, the analysis out. Analysis is – it just takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of get to that point where I'm almost considering hiring somebody. Yeah. I was going to ask. You, you're going to hit that yeah. – you're going to hit that wall where you, you have to because I know you got your day job and your family and uh, at some point. You know, unless you want to be up on the laptop at 3 a.m., literally, yeah, you're going to have to bring somebody in, man. No doubt. So anyone listening that's good with analytics and wants to uh, yeah. take a peek inside of breaker culture and uh, maybe get paid a little bit of money, let me know. Me <laughs> you up. want to get paid? Good. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. For sure get paid, but you know how this works. You, maybe you don't know how this works. Content-driven sites are a little, little different beast. You gotta figure out how to monetize things. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I don't understand that world, but I do know that if you put the time in and keep doing what you're doing, and you have good content, and you have a good product you're putting forth, you shall succeed, my friend. Mm. And you are succeeding. Well, thank you. Thanks for being yes. a supporter. Yeah, man. Leave us with a good documentary. I know you're a documentary guy. Leave us with something good. Uh, there's a few of them. The latest one I watched. It's on the front page of Netflix. It's called Fire, the festival that never happened. Okay. And. Uh, it's a uh, hey, what's up? UPS is here. There's my mailers. Uh, it's called Fire, the festival that never happened, and it's about a guy who uh, put together this giant festival called the Fire Festival with a Y, 
And he had like, oh, you're going to get a private jet with all these celebrities and bungalows on the beach. And it never happened. So it was really interesting to watch how it all came together with him and Ja Rule. And it was a complete failure. Um, why I like watching that, I don't know, but it was interesting. And then I watched the uh, – there's a Suge Knight one on Death Row Records on Amazon. I'm sorry, Showtime. Interesting. And, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's on Showtime documentaries, and it's, it's about Suge Knight. And Antoine Fuqua uh, directed it, and he did interviews with Suge Knight over the years. And it was done really well. You know I don't watch no dorky, goofy documentaries. Only good ones. I can tell. Yeah, can so tell. it was done. It, it was done really well. Antoine Fuqua is a great director. So those are my two latest documentaries that I've watched in the past week or so. Awesome. Oh, and I got one for you, Ty. Are you ready to lose about sixteen hours of binge watching? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> you gotta watch this guy. It's called Slobby's World. S L O B B Y Slobby's World. He owns a vintage shop in uh, Arizona, Arizona or Texas. I get one one of them hot states. Uh, He has a vintage store in the show, basically picture Pawn Stars, but with this crazy, wacky character that collects all 80s and 90s vintage stuff. And he loves Gucci and he loves Ralph Lauren Polo. Oh, your type of stuff. Nice. It's collectibles and games and toys and figures. Um. It's basically like a high-end thrift shop is what he runs, and it's on Netflix, and it's called Slobby's World, and it is mindless, brainless escapism <laughs> at its finest. So Slobby's World on Netflix. His name's Robbie. Robbie, you're welcome. It's a great show. Grab your Popeyes, sit down, watch Slobby's Oh, my World. God. If I could have Popeyes and watch Slobby's World season two, I don't know much things that could be better than that. All right. so, Maybe I'll try to get Slobby on the show. How about that? That would you should. He'll do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> His name's Robbie, and he was growing up, and they called him Slobby Robbie. So oh, I, I think you should get him on the show, man. He, he's right. a character. You should probably watch the show first. Yeah, I'll check him out. All right, good stuff as always, man. Thank you so much for joining. So this is fun, fun chilling with you. Enjoy your weekend. I appreciate it too. I really, really do appreciate it. Thanks, man. You got it. See ya. Peace out.